as you speak, there's been an incident all morning in Northamptonshire in England. Always a difficult one to pronounce, but uh, what seems to be an attack by somebody who they claim now may be mentally unstable. Now, we're getting mixed reports as to how many people have sadly died or passed away in this situation. Some are suggesting two. Other news reports have suggested three. To give us more on it, security, security analyst and friend of the show, Will Geddes, who has joined us many times. Uh, Will, good afternoon to you. Hi, Niall. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Uh, a very sad day today to all the relatives and friends of those people who have died. We're getting mixed reports as to how many people died. Originally, it was three. Now it seems like it may only be two. But there are three separate incidents, it seems. Or is it two separate incidents? Well, that's the, that's the big question, Niall. So at the moment, we're trying to determine the chronology. And we're hoping that no Nottinghamshire police will actually come out with a statement which will give us a better sight on this. But we're looking at three different addresses or three different instant points um, where, as you say, you know, the first reports were there were three dead and there were three injured, three currently being treated, obviously, in uh, emergency at uh, the local hospital. Uh, but in terms of this instance or series of instance, um, the big question is the motivation. Now, the one thing that I'm always really adverse to, to use is a mental health excuse. Well, uh, well that, that, that has been reasons. used by the BBC already. The BBC have suggested that. And they are saying, and I'm just looking at their headline, clearly because of the method used in the alleged murders, including a possibility of stabbing and the use of a vehicle, it means that whether the link to terrorism is a very important question. But then they go on to say that it's difficult to understand that there may be a, whether there is a mental health or other issues. So they have used that line already. Yeah, I know they have. And unfortunately, that, that always really disappoints me when, uh, when uh, the, the mainstream media do that. The, the reason simply being, Niall, is that mental health is used as a very convenient tag, uh, particularly when it comes to terrorists, because obviously they are exacting a very perverse agenda and method or means of attack against often innocent civilians. Uh, and it's very easy to tar brush them by saying, look, these are people with mental health issues. I think the problem is, is that it works adversely. It's a double-edged sword. It works adversely in many ways to those that suffer generally from mental health, that they get, uh, again, blemished and, uh, and burnished with the same uh, tag and the same issue, uh, and that they could be perceived as potentially dangerous when the vast majority of people with mental health issues are generally inert and generally incredibly passive people. But the second thing is it also dilutes the ferocity and the insidiousness of terrorism by saying, oh, well, we'll excuse it as basically being a mental health issue. I don't think it's quite as easy as that. I mean, in relation to this incident, are all three, if it's three, are they connected? Or are they clearly connected? Or is it possible that just coincidentally they happened at the same time? No, they're all connected, Niall, and uh, the authorities have already confirmed that. And one of the things which again draws me to believing that there is a, a, a terrorism angle to this, is the fact that uh, they joined this up incredibly quickly. Three very, very different locations, three very different actions in many regards. Um, uh, but there is a very extensive investigation going on right now, forensic investigation, not only of the scenes of the various crimes, uh, but also of commercial residence and premises, uh, where this individual, the perpetrator that they currently have in custody, is connected to. Two individuals, from what I hear from reports, have been taken from that commercial property uh, in a police car. Now, they may be perfectly innocent. They may not have been arrested. They may be helping the police with their inquiries. But again, we don't know yet until 
uh, Nottinghamshire Police actually come out with a specific statement, hopefully providing a little bit more colour to this. Uh, a 31-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of murder following the deaths of three people, according to the BBC as well. And the police say they were called to... So this particular area, is it a large area? Because it seems like they've cordoned off quite an amount of the city centre, obviously trying to retrace the tracks of this individual and where he went. So they have closed off a large amount. So the instance, you would be more familiar with the area maybe than I would, but the instance where it happened, I mean, is there a big distance between the individual places where it happened? We can see a picture there, a video too, of the man being arrested by the police. Yeah, there's a fair distance between each of these locations. Um, so, you know, this wasn't done in a simple localised area of perhaps only a few streets. This was obviously done across a, a good part of central Nottingham. Um, in terms of obviously the area itself, is it indicative or does it have a particular ethnic, uh, cultural sort of, uh, you know, permutation in terms of the, the residents that may be located there or the locale? Uh, not especially. Uh, again, this area is a standard residential area in many regards, or the principal area where this individual was apprehended. Uh, so again, there are very many peculiarities to this. Um, but in the same way, it's like the Annecy attack last week in France. You know, this individual who went and stabbed a number of children wow, yes. in a playground. Again, they say that wasn't a terrorist event. I think they, the they, they is, seem to be uh, afraid to use the word terrorist because I look at all the main mainstream media sites. They seem to be afraid to use that word because it has other indications, I suppose. And maybe they deem it as being a little bit racist by times as well. But they seem to be afraid. I mean, I'm assuming counterterrorism were deployed. Yeah, counterterrorism would have likely been deployed. Certainly we saw the, uh, the, the personnel, the name escapes me, who were dressed in purple, which are a new unit which were created subsequent to the Manchester Arena bombings, who were actually present. There were members of the British military that were eyewitnesses say were present. Uh, there was a large multi-agency presence. Um, again, this was a very, very large response, Niall, to what is, or what people are claiming, is a very small event. Yes, three people potentially died, but that's a heck of a response mechanism that's been invoked to react to it. Do you believe that they might have had prior knowledge that something or maybe there was a threat of something happening that they thought may have become bigger if this individual hadn't have been caught? Because maybe this individual had other plans, essentially. Very, very possibly, very possibly. I mean, the, again, I'm halfway between the two as to whether this individual was known to the authorities or not. I mean, if they were known to the authorities... Um, then they would have a lot of information, obviously, already hopefully on file that they would then refer to, which could be, again, associates, family members, other parties that are connected to the perpetrator that they could subsequently either track down, locate, and if need be, apprehend if they saw them as a potential threat. Um, but on the other side, you know, the police are keeping their cards incredibly close to their chest. Now, again, often in these instances, the government will call a COBRA meeting, uh, if it has been deemed a terrorist event. Uh, however, we've seen very, very significant statements made not only by the Prime Minister, but also the head of the, leader, uh, the, the, the leadership of the opposition. Uh, again, yes, it's a significant attack, but we get a lot of people who are attacked in very many cities across Absolutely. London, across the UK, on a daily basis. 
why this is getting and garnishing this specific level of attention. Again, time will only tell, Niall. There was, e- there was even a suggestion earlier on of a, a media blackout. And at that particular time, actually, I know you were on yeah. television. And I was saying, how is that going to work? Because it's already out there. It's already on TV. There's camera crews already there. And they were calling for a media blackout. Now, I, I don't know what yeah. the purpose... I mean, you as a security analyst would have a better idea of that. What is the purpose of a media blackout when you've already when the information is already out there? Well, it's trying to control the dialogue. Fundamentally, I mean, I, I was on some of the news medias, as you know, first thing this morning uh, when this news was first breaking and they informed me and said, look, there's a, a media blackout on this and we're not supposedly just supposed to say anything. So be careful, Will, what you say. Uh, and obviously mine is purely analysis and assessment on the information that is available. As you rightly say, the information was already out there with the, the prolific use of social media. You know, one of the biggest challenges, Niall, is obviously controlling the dialogue, uh, controlling the facts. There's misinformation, disinformation that will circulate. You know, people will come up with spurious supposed facts or sightings or witness Mm -hmm. accounts uh, when they may not necessarily have been there. We know many people who inhabit the worlds and environments of social media are attention seeking or, you know, looking for, you know, uh, attention in some shape or form. So they will attribute some information, some assessment, some truth, if you want, to to the particular situation. So the police um, or the authorities invoking a media blackout is probably not a massive okay. surprise because they're still trying to get their cards in a, in a row. Final question. Do they believe anybody else is involved or do they believe it is literally just this 31-year-old man who has already been res- arrested on suspicion of murder? Do they believe he had accomplices that may have got away or do they believe he is basically a lone wolf, as they call it? Um, again, uh, I, w- I wouldn't be able to tell you, Niall, not at this stage. My sources haven't been able to tell me anything to that effect. It seems to be very much focused on this individual. But again, there may be other information that I'm not party to uh, that might indicate there are others. Uh, and uh, he is, or this perpetrator, is what I always prefer to call a lone actor rather than a lone wolf. Lone wolf always gives it a, an air of romanticism, which uh, I don't think they deserve. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Will Geddes, uh, security analyst, and thank you for joining us. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 85 100 The Niall Boylan podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.